Okay, live update. Um, nothing much going on. I finished my rewatch of Gilmore Girls for the 50th time. I It got me in properly into the fall mood, which is nice. Um, I've restarted watching Glee. What? <laughs> my brain just short-circuited. <laughs> I just had a stroke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm rewatching Rain. <laughs> Where'd you get Glee? I don't know. Also, the sentence didn't make sense. I restarted rewatching. What does that even mean? <laughs> I am rewatching. I almost said Glee again. <laughs> Rain. Dear Lord in heaven. <laughs> not Glee. Gosh, I love Glee, but it's not Glee. Okay. And, um, been working. Um, I had a busy day today. Put away some laundry, did a lot of errands, a lot of household chores. I've been making a heck of a lot of friendship bracelets. I showed Hallie the evidence when we got up here. I have five different big clips of, um, friendship bracelets for the Jonas Brothers concert, the Taylor Swift movie. Um, I made Hallie, Cassidy, and Emily each um, a full sets of friendship bracelets in each of the albums. And then I also have the ones that me and Hallie are going to wear at the Jonas Brothers concert. And the ones to give out at the Ares Tour thing. So, I have five full clips. So, it's it's become an obsession at this point. But it's fine. Oh, well, I don't want to say... Because in case any of them are listening, I don't want to say. So, I'll keep the other one a secret. Um, the other one that I showed you. I want it to be a surprise. for. Oh. Yeah. So, um, but that's everything that I've done. Hallie? Well, um, this, pa- this weekend, we went up to Nashville. Not for a doctor's appointment this time, luckily. Um, to see some family friends. We had a great old time. Had the worst sleep of my life, (laughs) which is funny considering the hotel we were staying at, the second floor, was the Vanderbilt Sleep Disorder Center, which, well, you should have just went on down a floor. Yeah. Maybe I should have. And I was sleeping on this, like, pull-out couch that goes and turns into a bed. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what just happened. Stroke number two. It's fine. Um, And there was a metal rod in my back the whole night, and so my back is... Not happy with me. It's my back this time, not my hips. (laughs) My thighs are out of commission, but that's because I've been getting back into the fitness martial dance workouts. Mm -hmm. So my knees are shot and my thighs hurt. It's fine. Yeah. So I sort of, when we were in Nashville, I sort of broke my book buying ban and I got the rest of the Twisted series by Anna Huang and I got this other book. It's called The Girl Who Fell Beneath the Sea. It's gorgeous gorgeous cover and it sounds really interesting so i'm really excited to do that and um me and my dad well i think we said this before on like a previous episode or um i'm a huge star wars fan and for those who may not know the ahsoka show is going on right now and ahsoka is one of my favorite characters and this previous episode not gonna spoil what happens But let's just say at the end of it, I sat on the couch bawling my eyes out for five minutes. Wasn't Anakin in it or something? Yes. 
Okay, I've seen it all over TikTok. Yes. So, yeah, that as soon as he, as soon as he said hello snips, I just lost it. And my dad Hello there. <laughs> Imagine that. It is like shows up in that moment. Hello there. That's freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> but yeah so i watched that and i as soon as i heard him i was like i started bawling and my dad was in the living room and he watched me just have a full-on come apart that's fine (laughs) it's fine other than that my weekend was great so yeah that's about it for my ketchup well Let's get on in today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie and Carmen. So, if you listened last week, you know that we did Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo. Um, and this week we are doing Siege and Storm by Lee Bardugo. So, this is a continuation on us going through the Shadow and Bone series trilogy whatever you want to call it um but before we get into any of that um what are you currently reading so i am currently reading the x hex by aaron sterling this is our book club book this month and so i started it saturday and i'm really liking it so far it has halloween town 2 vibes oh yeah also it's really throwing me off that the guy's name is reese (laughs) oh i know did you see everybody in the group chat was like yeah you can tell the difference like the the sarah j moss readers and the non-sarah j moss readers because one girl was like how do you pronounce his name and like 30 text messages came flocking in and saying it's (laughs) reese and like, which I understand I understand well and that's also really confusing for people who've read the twisted series because there's a character in there who's also named Reese so see but what I'm and it's spelled it's spelled the same it's R-H-Y-S so when I first read the Akatar books and this was before it blew up on book talk um I'm not gonna lie I actually did not know how to pronounce pronounce Reeson's name for the longest time I used to in my head it I always kept saying Rysand, but I was like, I know that's wrong. So, ultimately, I figured out it was Rysand, and I was like, okay, that makes more sense than Rysand. I used <laughs> to call him Rysand, too, until somebody the first time somebody called him Reese, I was like, oh, his name is Rysand. Because then I figured out, like, the short version's not going to be Rice. So, I was like, <laughs> probably Reese. Talk so about- I figured it out from there. Yeah. So, I can understand the confusion. It's just, I guess, like, since that name became so popular, everybody's putting it in their books. It was just really funny to see, like, the Sarah J. Moss f- fans, like, flock to the group chat and be like, it's pronounced Reese. Just, like, wealth of knowledge. But, um... I'm excited. So that author, that book came out two years ago, um, and last year she came out with a spinoff book called The Kiss Curse that I need to get and read, and I'm hoping she'll come out with another one this year. She's one of those authors, like, there's some authors that you can go into Barnes & Noble at, like, October-ish, mm-hmm. and they'll have, like, all their spooky reads out. And oh, yeah. she was on that shelf both years, which is how I found the first book, um... But I 
yeah, I'm hoping she comes out with another one this year. I really want to read the other one because this one's like very Halloween Town 2 vibes and I, I need to read the other one. Oh, yeah. It's very much like I agree with that because um, I was like, this is just such a cute. I've not gotten that far into it, but it's like it's such a cute read, which it was funny because when they when she did like the generator thing and it picked the x-hex i said oh i love that book it's like it reminds me of halloween town too and everybody was like oh my gosh i love halloween town so then it just like formed a plan from there that like this month when we come for our meeting we're gonna do like a whole halloween theme everyone's wearing like a october or halloween like themed sweatshirt t-shirt whatever um and they're gonna have like halloween themed snacks and I think we're going to do s'mores around the campfire. It's going to be a proper fall evening. I need to get me. I don't think I have anything Halloween related. Because, well, <laughs> I had a hoodie that I got at Target. But I got rid of it because it had a Ouija board on the back of it. So, I got rid of it. And I really regret it. Plus, it was also way too big. So, I'm hoping to get some... American Eagle and Aerie have, like, some t-shirts and... I would just go to that place downtown that Carly and I were talking about. Misfits on Main? Because they have... Or, no, wait! I have the Bennett Apothecary t-shirt. Well, yeah. Or did I get rid of that, too? I don't know. You better not have got rid of that. I don't know. I'll have to look. Listen. Brought that all the way back from Covington, Georgia. We brought that all the way back from Mystic Falls. (laughs) Um, but that place downtown has, it has advertised on the window, Halloween 365. And that's when I got, I got the Hillfire Club and my Hocus Pocus t-shirt from there in like February. So they definitely are true to that. So you could probably just go down there and look. Yeah. You'll find something. I, my Halloween town shirt came in, or is coming in this week. Um, my Jonas Brothers t-shirt came in today. So did my Katniss Everdeen and my Peter Malark shirts. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, but my Halloween Town shirt and crew neck are supposed to come in before the meeting. So, I'll, depending on the weather, I'll figure out what to wear. I'm hoping it'll be weather enough to wear the crew neck. Because I'm so excited for fall, but I doubt that it will be. So Oh, yeah. Here we are. Um, so, anyways, my current read, You're Gonna Die. I don't think I've told you this. So I think I saw. Oh, you probably saw it in the group chat. So I yeah. had said that my read last week was House of Roots and Run by Aaron A. Craig. Well, I was just like not picking it up. I could not get myself to pick it up and read. Like it wasn't anything against the book. It was just like I was going through a bit of a slump. And I was like, you know what? Why read a book that you feel like you need to read because it just came out and you need to read it while it's fresh, while it's new? read a book that you really want to read right now and that ended up being hunting adeline <laughs> by hg carlton um i read it in two days so it's done so more to come on that in the book review this month because i have some things to say um but my current read right now i think i've decided i'm gonna read um red white and royal blue um i can't think of the author right now but um, I'm going to read that because I've been dying to watch the movie on Amazon Prime and I don't want to watch it until I read the book. So I want to watch Red, White, and Ro- Red, White, and Royal Blue. My gosh, that is a tongue twister. 
Um, so that's my current. One. I really want to watch it. It looks funny. <laughs> yes. Also, Hunting Adeline gave me new trauma. Different from the first one. It made me very scared to be a woman. Man, I can't wait to for our <laughs> September wrap up. It it was traumatizing. There's a quote. How far are you into it? I'm done. I'm I told you I read it in two days. One of the days okay. that I read it, I read four hundred pages. Oh, Carmen. <laughs> I'm gonna It gave me a weird dream one night. Katie and Ethan are gonna have to come on and give you therapy. <laughs> I had a very weird dream from the from the first night of reading it because I read it to like twelve thirty at night and then went straight to bed. Well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> and I had a very weird dream, but um, I can't yeah. read scary. I can't read scary books at night. It's not scary. Like it just it's like it's kind of like Verity where it just like makes you like you just thinking about you, it. It makes you feel unsettled. You're just thinking. Like about I started it. reading Verity one night at like eight thirty, and I was like. I better quit before I have nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I just, it made me very terrified to be a woman. Um, but more to come on that in the book review this month. There's something I'll tell you after the podcast, if you remind me, because it reminded me of something we used to laugh about all the time. Uh, so remind me and I'll tell you no. later. Um, if, and then I'll put it on my notes to make sure I bring it up on the um, September wrap up. So, but um, yeah. So, with all that said, let's get into today's discussion. So, um, so like I said, we're doing Siege and Storm by Lee Bardugo. Um, so, brief synopsis. Darkness never dies. Hunted across the true sea, haunted by the lives she took on the fold, Alina must try to make a life with Mal in an unfamiliar land. She finds starting new is not easy, while keeping her identity as a sun summoner a secret. She can't outrun her past for or her destiny for long. The Darkling has emerged from the Shadowfold, yeah, <laughs> with a terrifying new power and a dangerous plan that will test the very boundaries of the natural world. With the help of a notorious privateer, <laughs> Elena returns to the country <laughs> she abandoned, determined to fight the forces gathering against Ravka. But as her power grows, Alina slips deeper into the Darkling's game of forbidden magic and farther away from Mal. <laughs> Somehow, she will have to choose between her country, her power, and the love she always thought would guide her, or risk losing everything to the oncoming storm. Dun-dun-dun. That's what I was fixing to go, wah-wah-wah. Dun-dun-dun. Um, once again, before I get into the full synopsis, I got this off the Recaptain's website. Um, it was linked in the description on the first video, and it will be, this new one will be linked as well. Just to give credit where credit is due. Okay, so we start out. Um, Alina and Mal travel across the sea to escape the Darkling, but I guess they're not very good at hiding because it only takes him only 16 pages to find them. He uses some creepy shadowy figures to attack her and then captures them both. Honestly true. That was my first like thought when I was reading the second book. I was like oh well that was fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you made this a big to do. You know the book ends with you know they're free and you're just like oh this is gonna be great. He's gonna be chasing them down and then within like the first 20 pages they're caught. Surprise! <laughs> and you're just like Oh. Okay. Um, 
When Elena wakes up, they're on a ship sailing back to Ravka. Jinya is there taking care of Elena and the Darkling because he is obviously in love with her. Oh, the Darkling is also taking care of Elena. Sorry. Turns <laughs> out they're on one of Sturmhan's ships. Sturmhounds. Who is the captain and already makes his presence known being his sarcastic, sarcastic, I cannot speak, sarcastic Do I awesome need to read? self. We love him. Um, why is Sturmhound in big letters every single That's funny. Because he's an iconic legend. Elena learns that they are on their way to find the second of the, of Morozova's amplifiers. Um, so the first one was the sea whip. Sorry. The first one was the stag. Um, they're looking for the sea whip by using mouth track it. Uh, <laughs> um, also Stormhound keeps the darkling from torturing Elena because he says she's his prisoner. <laughs> I volunteer. But I volunteer's tribute. Obviously attracted to her. Yeah. Well, who said anything about recaps having to be objective? This is funny. Yes. I love their subtype. Mount eventually finds the sea whip. Because he's the most gifted tracker ever, apparently. <laughs> well, um, when the Darkling is busy trying to capture the sea whip, another ship appears out of nowhere, and Alina and Mal flee together with Stormhound and his crew, along with Talia and Tamar. The iconic duo. <laughs> Two Grisha heart, re- heart renders we love. Do I, I need to read? I forgot that Talia was a heart render. I forgot. I knew she was. Yeah, but I don't, I think the reason that we forgot is, I don't think it's really emphasized in the show that no. he's a heart render. I think it's just like, oh, he's a really good fighter. <laughs> and very good looking. Hey, man. <laughs> um, it turns out Stormhound has all kinds of Grisha working for him because everybody loves him and they all escape the Darkling. Oh, and they also got the Sea Whip. Yeah, see, that was one thing, like, I didn't really love with the second book was, like, everything was happening so quickly and it just, it I almost felt like seemed, we missed It almost mark. seemed like it was too easy. Yeah. Um, the Darkling tries to use his creepy, shadowy figures again, but soon enough, they are out of range and escaping. Creepy See, there just figure. wasn't, like, I feel like the hunt for Elena Mal. It wasn't very intense. Them being kept on the ship and looking for the Sea Whip, them getting the Sea Whip, I felt like we missed a mark and could have, like, dragged that out just a little bit. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, and I think that's probably one of the, everything was happening so quickly and so fast, it's, it's not my favorite in the trilogy. I think the first one has just been the best one. Oh, yeah. Mal and Alina kill the Sea Whip to use some of its scales for a new amplifier, and Sturmhound tells them he is taking her to West Ravka to his client, who paid him to get her. In the show, that's Kaz. <gasps> so that was, like, a thing, and they just changed who it was. Yeah. Bruh. That's act. I forgot. I forgot about that. That's pretty smart. He may not be very trustworthy, but he's darn awesome anyway. And so, like in the book, it's Nikolai. Yeah. From a picture in a book, 
Alina learns that there are not two, but three amplifiers, the stag, the sea whip, and a firebird. Silence. (laughs) Because she needs all the power she can to defeat the Darkling. A fabricator turns the scales into a fetter around her wrist. From all the sunlight she draws after that, we can assume it works. Mal doesn't understand or accept her power, though. And here we go. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. It's like that TikTok saying, here we go. Here we go. Listen, this is the moment. This is the book. Where the Mal slander starts. Yes. Because in the first book, I was like, I don't love friends to lovers, but I get it. He's decent. Cool. Whatever. I see where this is going. In the second book, red flags appear left and right, and this is when I stopped liking Mal altogether. So just prepare yourself for the hate that's about to spew out of me. <laughs> um, when they are about to go ashore in West Ravka, Stormhound's ship casually flies into the air because why not? <laughs> <laughs> but actually they end up going to the Shadowfold surprise they're having a massacre to kill some volcros for funsies but things go wrong i just love the way this website does but things go wrong aka alina sees the darkling in the fold and things get ugly and they crash yeah well <laughs> we love um, it oh fun fact Stormhound's face changes and he actually he gets handsome also he turns out to be nikolai lansov the second prince of ravka When he tells some soldiers he brought the Sun Summoner home, Alina punches him, and it is epic. See, did she punch? She didn't punch him in the show, did she? Yes, she did. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, yes, she did. Okay. But I was really looking forward to his, like, disguise. Like, the red hair and the red beard and everything. So, I'm a little disappointed they took that out. Nikolai slash Stormhound explains that he is helping his country, and he asks her to come back to Os Alto with him. Because she is Ravka's only hope. He wants Alina to unite the first and second armies and become his queen. (sighs) I don't know why we ever questioned it. uh, Yeah. Alina agrees to come with him, but not to marry him. Not quite sure why. Why? (laughs) She wants to lead the second army. And this is the moment when I was screaming at the book. And why not? (laughs) Um, Alina also learns that the entire country of Ravka is calling her a saint. No pressure or anything. When they are traveling to Os Alta, Nikolai kisses Alina to please the crowd and because he secretly loves her. Again. Why didn't you pick him? I would have in a heartbeat. I'm screaming. Dummy. <laughs> Alina also learns that the entire country... Oh. Hello. I've read that. <laughs> when they get back to Os Alta, the king and queen are very happy to see their son obviously and though he is hesitant the king appoints Alina leader of the second army the grisha aren't really happy to listen to her but who cares Alina turns into a badass and makes them listen Alina goes to visit bagra we love her the darkling's mother and finds out that he blinded her that didn't happen in the show not cool. Alina <laughs> is researching Morzova because she needs to learn more about his amplifiers. Also, darkness is growing in her, which we saw a tiny bit of at the end of the show. So, see, they they pulled stuff. They took books two and three and turned it into a giant puzzle. Yep. 
when Alina, Mao, Toya, and Tamar go to a party outside the palace, things get messy and they have to flee. When they're outside, however, they run into the apparat. I hate him. The dude that's been spreading rumors about Alina being a saint. He asks her to come with him to get stronger, but obviously she refuses, although he claims to have information on Morozova. He gave me major creeps. Oh, yeah. I did not like him. Red flags everywhere. There's red flags all over this book. Mal Torn. <laughs> <laughs> the first I'm dead. This, the person who made this recap also hates Mal. Mal turns even more whiny when he kisses Alina. She sees the darkling again and Mal gets annoyed. Oh, well. <laughs> Nikolai continues to be fabulous and I want to insert all his quotes here, but you will just have to reread the book for those. But seriously, they're the best. But he does tell Alina he wants to kiss her again and yes, please, but he doesn't. Boo. Mal is still an <laughs> asshole and he goes to fight Grisha dead when alina goes to see him fight she catches him kissing zoya i forgot about that yeah and apparently enjoying it see revenge i forgot about that Vendetta. there is nothing i do better than revenge like a vendetta i hate him mel and alina fight because mal complains about being common and wanting the normal alina back but Alina can't. Ugh, Mal, just shut up, okay? <laughs> then she has a vision of kissing Mal, but actually kisses the Darkling. Poor girl. <laughs> you know? But also, like, he was so freaking petty. Like, I'm here to tell you what this is called, ladies and gentlemen. This is called insecurity in manhood. Because <laughs> this man is like... I've been the strong one. I've been the one that, you know, is making the way in the world. I'm the one all the ladies hit on. And she's been following me around like a little puppy all of our lives, even though she protected me as a child from bullies. And I've got a chip on my shoulder. And now she's the big bad wolf. And he's feeling a little bit like his manhood has been taken from him. And I'm just here to tell him to suck it up and go home he kind of also has pick me syndrome pick me choose me he does have pick him and gail hawthorne would be great friends (laughs) him gail hawthorne and dane (laughs) all of them the pick me syndrome club (laughs) i need that on a (laughs) t-shirt because alina is slowly losing her shit she decides to go out the city gates where she nearly gets attacked by all the people throwing themselves at her because they see that she's a saint luckily tolia and tamar come to save her tolia is mad at mal for not being there and nearly chokes him i love tolia oh i forgot about that (laughs) the comment i love tolia (laughs) same maybe that's why i like him so much (laughs) yeah i forgot i he also hates mal so there we go i do remember that i also remember there being a quote i don't remember if it's the second book or the third book there was a point where, like, um, Matt or Tolia is complaining about a puppeteer and asks Tamar if they, if he can kill the puppeteer and she tells him not where people can see. And that's when I sent you and said it was equivalent to the scene in, um, Supernatural. Can I shoot her? Not, not in, in public. public. <laughs> oh, that was funny. 
Um, they think there might be clues about the Firebird near Alina's home, and Mal will go track. Nobody cares, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> Alina does a little. Nikolai's birthday happens, and we learn how incredibly stupid his brother is because he made a deal with the Pierdens in the north and opened the roads, which means the Darkling could be on his way. See? They, okay. So she did kind of leave little tools to Six of Crows, the Fjordans and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Darkling is on his way, and Nikolai's brother gets attacked by the Nishavoya and dies. So sad. Um, <laughs> the Darkling and his Grisha and his Nishavoya, shadow creepers, attack the palace, and Nikolai flees to his flying ship with his parents and important people and disappears. We don't know if he is alive. But he has to be okay. Leave Bardugo. Thanks. <laughs> we do know thanks. Um, Alina's Grisha fight an epic battle, but so many young people die and it's terrible. Why was that summed up in that way? They run to a chapel where the Darkling eventually finds them. And it oh, ends. so then it ends with um, my girl Alina going ballistic and slowly turning into a Malfoy. So that's cool. <laughs> Listen, I was, that, the ending of book two, I will say, I was like, how is this going to end? Because I thought she was about to die. Yeah, that's true. I thought she was about to die. Well, then I thought she was like, Lee was about to pull a Sarah J. Moss and the Darkling was going to get killed and then we'd have a different villain for the book three because Sarah tends to do that. Mm -hmm. Tends to never be the villain you think it's going to be. So I was a little worried that that was going to happen, but, you know, surprise. Um, yeah, I just, I stayed not liking Mal. Oh, yeah, me too. He had so many red flags. He was such a douche to her. Like, I'm telling you, this is a man that he feels like his man card has been taken. He has pygmy syndrome, and he needs to go. Not a fan. He gets to go. I'm over it. Because he literally is so petty and jealous that the fact that she actually is important to other people because also he's always been the one that's like people look up to she looks up to him he is a mentor to people he's a role model he's in this army he's important and she's never been important and now she is and he's jealous and he's petty and he's the worst oh yeah i don't like him i I agree I cannot express my hate for Mal. And it just makes me like, why you could have had a prince? I know, this man literally proposed to you several times. He kissed you several times. Is in love with you. I'm like... nothing. But let me go back to the (laughs) douchebag. He never redeemed himself for me, like in the books. No, and it's really... And I think that's why... In the show, he's a little bit more tolerable. I'm glad they changed him in the show. In the show, oh, yeah. he's completely different. Half the stuff he did not, his character arc did not take on in the show, and I love. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. But see, like, that's why I'm like, so clearly she knows that it was a problem. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been changed in the show. Because why would you have, well, I can't talk about it. It's third book. But why would you end it the way you did? knowing yeah how he is so Mm -hmm. anyways that's to talk about next time so 
that is the full synopsis. Um, I feel like we've given our comments in between there. Oh, yeah. Um, Went off on a huge tangent. Yes. But now we're going to do our superlatives. So, it's the same superlatives we had last time. Um, so, this will be focused on this book specifically. Um, most likely to kill a Volcra. Tamar. <laughs> I agree. Tamar. She's the axes, man. I know. <laughs> And the fact that she's a heart render, I'm like, man, oh man, yeah. I would if I wasn't gonna say tomorrow, I would say Tolia. Oh because, yeah, like, he would also be there. They're both very. You could technically put them together. I mean, they, he would also be there. Um, most likely to be eaten by a Volcra. I wish it was Mal, but that's not the case. Sadly. The guy who opened the roads with the Fjordans. Oh, his brother. Yep. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Um, but it doesn't say his name nikolai's brother yeah nikolai's brother he because he is a piece of garbage because he did get eaten by a volker and he's just a piece of garbage so i'll also throw um nikolai's family into the race because <laughs> they also got eaten by volker so that's cool um most likely to betray the group i want to say mal because i think he would oh, if in he this thought book that he was like doing the right thing the right thing or like finding a way to get alina out of it like literally the petty stuff like if he thought he was finding a way to get normal alina back he would do it in a heartbeat oh gosh yeah um most likely to have a song written about them totally ends more Oh, yeah. Because I just imagine because doesn't, like a song uh, about the siblings. And I mean, Toya likes poetry. <gasps> yes. I love his little heart. He was always eating and reciting. I love him. <laughs> um, Mr. and Mrs. Ravka. Nikolai and Alina. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> that is my king and queen. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. Um, that's it. Okay. Good discussion. Um, so next week we are doing Rune and Rising. Um, so it'll be the last book in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Um, so yeah, this, I mean, I know these are pretty quick, but they're, you know, book reviews. Some book reviews are longer than others. These books are just kind of short. Yeah, they're pretty short. Um, they're not big. So. Compared to the books that I read now, they're not really big. I mean, when we get into the Sarah J. Moss books, (laughs) probably not going to be as short of a synopsis. Probably going to be like an hour. like the first Akatar and maybe like the first throne of glass and crown of midnight will probably be a little shorter because they're short, they're shorter but if we do if we do a quarter frost and starlight that <laughs> yeah that's like a 15 minute episode um but yeah we understand that these are not as long but i mean the full synopsis kind of sums things up along with our little comments but i think the main takeaway that we can all take away from this is that don't I be don't like, like mal mal i do not like mal anti mal club he's the one <gasps> i need that t-shirt oh my gosh carly i mean carly carly is a cricket so somebody make it <gasps> carly can make a sticker that says anti mal club <gasps> for my laptop yes yes okay i'm getting it all right <laughs> well um like i said next week we're doing rune and rising um last book in the shadow and bone trilogy um be sure to rate us five stars leave your comments below follow us if you're not already um our socials will be linked below as well as linked to the full synopsis website and we will see you guys next week thanks for listening bye, bye.